Yeah. All right, hold that thought. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for being with me. I'm sorry we were late again, but we're black. <laughs> we have a black crew. And it happens every time. Because if we were beyond time, we would be acting white. And you're not allowed to act white. But welcome. You can get it, Bob. I'll take your questions and comments uh, as they come in. James will give them to me. Good morning, y'all, again. How's everybody? Good. Good. So, I got a lot I want to talk about. But anybody have any questions or anything for me? Anybody had a life this week? Anybody was tempted by the devil this week? No. Amazing. So we can go after the offering. We can go home there. How did how did this week go for you? Uh, it went okay. What happened? Uh, nothing. I don't know. Actually, I've been having like insomnia lately, which is kind of weird. What is that? To, I just haven't been able to sleep. Oh, why not? I don't know why. I've been I've been talking. I've been listening to a lot of like Jordan Peterson and. Uh, the Sam Harris debates, and it's like made me think, and I can't stop thinking. I don't know. Oh, I see. It was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, and right. I listen to your stuff too, obviously. So that's why I'm here. But amazing. So what I want to talk about, since y'all don't have anything, uh, that I've come to realize that nobody loved nobody. There is no love. Fathers and mothers don't love one another. I mean, husbands and wives don't love one another. Parents don't love their children. The children don't love their friends. There is no love, and I got proof. Um, anybody disagree with that? Yeah. Who said yeah? I do. Oh, and why do you disagree? Because God is love. Who? God is love. But what does that have to do with human beings? What it has to do with human beings is right. that we are made of God. God yeah. thought of us, God created us, and so therefore we're part of God. Uh-huh. And so we are able to love. But have you, when did the last time you met someone that had love? Oh. Before you meeting me today. Before what? <laughs> Before meeting? today meeting me. Meeting you. Uh-huh. Uh, when did the last time you met anyone who has love? I meet people who have love a lot, and I, I saw that in my children. You saw what? A lot of love. A lot of love in them? Yes. Do they still have it? Absolutely. And how do you know they have it? I just know. And do you have it's love? It's in my heart. I know. Do you have love? Yes. And, and how do you know you have love? Because I just know. But I can't how? explain it. There's no words for it. Oh, okay. It's a spiritual thing. It's and a spiritual I thing. I feel it in my heart. And, and what does it feel like? It feels like bliss. Bullets? Bliss. Oh, bliss. Oh, interesting. It's a beautiful, uplifting, oh my God, this amazing feeling. That's not love. Oh, no? Uh, that's, that comes from smoking too much pot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been down that road. I'm no, sorry, I'm I'm it's joking. not pot, sir. <laughs> Listen, it's not pot, it's acid. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, anybody disagree with me? No? And why not? Yes, sir. Well, I think that, like, when she was born, like, she, 
she doesn't really have it. She's not tainted. So I think just she has it. Little kids have it. Yeah. Until they're traumatized. Yeah. But adults don't have it. Yeah. That's where I disagree. Isn't that that amazing? Yes. Um, Yes, ma'am. I don't believe that there's love. Um, uh, I think uh, it's been said too much. People say it too much, I think. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Because they don't have it. That's why they have to keep saying they keep it. keep saying it and yeah. saying it and saying they it. They try to convince each other. Yes. And uh, I don't believe it anymore. You don't believe that there is love? Do you have love? Do I have love? Do you have love? It's in there somewhere. <laughs> I think it's in there somewhere, but it's 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 not just me saying, "Hey, I love you, I love you, I love right. you," and and everything's uh, you know this feeling, this spiritual feeling I have, yeah, you know, being spiritual and uh, all that. I I just don't buy into it. Good, yeah, because that's not love. No, yeah. I um, I was thinking about this story um, in Chicago. We played a. a, a a report on the radio show where a young 15-year-old black male uh, was uh, sat on fire alive. The uh, gang members had tried to recruit him, and he refused to do it. And so they put him in a 55-gallon barrel, and they sat him on fire. And this happened like a couple years ago now. And I haven't heard one peep about it from the black media or Black Lives Matter, or the so-called civil rights leaders, or the black preachers, or Barack Obama, or Big Mama Michelle. You don't hear a word about it. And this boy was sat on fire, alive. And I guarantee you that had had it been a white man who did that to a black man or a black boy, that we would still be talking about it two years later. But because it's black on black, we haven't heard anything. Anybody heard about that before we played it? Not one word about it. Isn't that amazing? But when it's white on black, that's all they ever talk about. I remember when, uh, I believe when George Bush ran for president, there was a guy named Bird. What was his name, Jay? That was dragged by a car, a truck. Yeah, some black guy was dragged by a uh, truck by some white people in Texas somewhere. And that's all we heard about forever and ever and ever. But when it's black on black, you hear nothing about it. And they have no, no, nobody. They they haven't arrested anyone. The mayor of the city can care less about it. And yet, um, when it's white on black, they claim they love black people so much. And they are so concerned about black people till they riot and they destroy property and they carry on. And no one correct these, well, not no one, but most people don't correct these people. These people have no love for anyone. They are using you. And it's hard to find real love. The politicians don't love you. The preachers don't love you. And, and in all honesty, we don't love each other amongst ourselves. We don't really love each other. Because if you loved one another, the relationship would be 100% perfect. It would be different. There's something about real love that's different from this fake love. And I'm not seeing real love happen. And we got to realize that 
these so-called experts who are you're counseling with and these therapists that you're going to see and you're spending your money and they're supposed to be counseling you and at the end you still don't get better and what they do is give you medication because they make money from the drug you know the drug manufacturers when they give you antidepressant pills and things like that they don't care about you at all the intellectual bible thumpers and the intellectual secular people have no love all knowledge with no love and i just don't see it anywhere it's amazing what's happening and they're calling it love it is not love let me go to the young lady right here in the black and we i really and i have some other things i want to point out but i want you to pay attention to this there are two realities in this world one is within us and one is without and the one that's without is not of love it's just no love is there at all but it can be it's just as people haven't told you how to get it yes ma'am and that's what i was going to ask you what's the difference because i was actually having a conversation similar to that with someone last night and i think what men and women maybe go through is more like a devotion kind of thing or a devotion yeah like what, i'm what devoted you to you so but they call that love. Like, you're the only one I'm thinking of. You're the only person that I'll be romantic with and all that. Right. But I just wanted to ask you, what is that? What is love? And how do you know that you have it? That's a good question. When someone tells you you're the only one I'm thinking of, <laughs> and you're the only one I want to be with, they lying. <laughs> because right after it's over with you, the next person down the road gonna make them feel good and you're the only one I wanna be with. So don't believe that. Especially with the ladies. When they when the guys say you're the only one I wanna be with, they're lying. You're not the only one. It's a, you're the only one for now. <laughs> and so because there is no love. So that's a good question. Restate your question. And this young man want to respond to it. I just thought of a different way or a different question to ask. I'll, I'll just add on to it, then you can go ahead. Um, so what does love, real love between a man and a woman look like? Or are you saying that it doesn't exist? It doesn't exist. Okay. See, that answer I can take. It but does then, exist, but most people don't know what it is yet. Right, and that's the ans that's the answer that I think I'm looking for. Oh, okay. Actually, I know I'm looking for that. And you I, want to know what love is? Yeah, because I okay. don't think that I've actually experienced it yet. Right, you haven't. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, he, this young man want to respond. I I see it all over you. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this your first time here? Yes, yes. What's your name? Alex. My name's Alex. Oh, welcome, Alex. Thank you. And so, what is real? What is love? Love, um, I, I, I think real love is putting aside uh, whatever personal stuff you have, whatever, uh, if you got to go, if you, want, if you want a house or whatever, I think uh, love is kind of uh, putting aside. So Alex doesn't know what love know. is. I have no idea. That's, I, I want to know what love is. <laughs> I don't know, man. Did you know before now that you did not know what love uh, was or is? I'm, I'm, I'm still, like, in the middle of it because I, I, I just, this is what they taught me all my life, so. Yeah, that's what they taught you. It's kind of hard because. Yeah, do you have love? Uh, 
I, I, to be honest, I don't I, I, no, no. You don't have it? Probably say, uh, well, I have two daughters, so that's, that's like the only. You have two daughters? Yes, yes. Right. That's the only. And, and did you tell the mother of the daughters, I love you at one time? Oh, yes. yes. You were lying? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, I mean, cause, I, mean I, I don't even know what it is. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, did I see your hand with the hat? Okay. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I see if, if you were to define love to me as like the cold truth. You know, and it's the, the cold, the truth. cold truth of, you know, it's like you said, are you thinking about just one person? Well, the cold truth is, is no, I was thinking about Susan and Michelle, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and I think the opposite of the truth is a lie. Do you so, have love? I aim to have love and seek the truth. So do you have love? I think so. You're not sure? I'm pretty sure. You're well, not. I know that without without God, I don't I, I I don't have anything. So I seek I seek God and 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 the truth. So through that, I have love. So do you have love? Yes. You do have love. And tell the young lady what is love. Got to do. Got to do. <laughs> the truth. The truth. Oh, okay. Amazing. Uh, you you have love. Do you have love? For my parents. Uh, I'm sorry. For my parents and stuff. This is your first time here? Yeah, this is my first time. Oh, uh, what's your name? Lemire. Speaking to the microphone. Uh, Lemire. What? Lemire. Lemire. Welcome, man. Do you have love? I think I do for my parents because it's genuine. Speak up so they can hear you way over there. I think it, I do for my parents because it's genuine. Oh, you do? Why do you think you have love for your parents? Because they created me and they just give me love, so. They what? Because they selfless with me and they take care of me. That's why I feel like that's what love is. Right? So you think you have love for them because of what they've done for you? Yeah. Ha oh, and uh, but they had to do that. Yeah, they but were they supposed created to me do too. it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, are you honest with your parents? Not all the time, but why not? I don't know. Sometimes you don't want to tell your parents certain stuff, or you don't want them in certain parts of your life, or whatever. So. Sometimes what? Sometimes you don't tell your parents everything. That's all. Well, you shouldn't be telling them your business. Yes. Yeah, but true. when they are wrong, do you say you are wrong? Now that I'm older, maybe I could say it. But younger, I wouldn't say it. You would not say it. As an adult, could you, how old are you now? I'm 25. 25. Yeah. Could you tell your parents you are wrong? I could. Yeah, I could say it. Do you say it? No, I don't. I don't see them doing anything really wrong. You never see them do anything wrong. I mean, I seen them do stuff wrong, but. And you did know, you tell them they I were wrong? I was younger, so I don't know if that's really wrong or what they got to deal with. You know? Oh, I see. What would happen if you told your parents you were wrong? Are you afraid to? No, I'm not afraid to. I don't think it would change anything really. Uh, but you never told them they were wrong. No, I never told my parents. That's that amazing. So were you raised by your father and mother? Yeah. And they have not done anything wrong in your entire life? They did some things wrong, I, I would say, if I, like, looking and, like, look at it. But nobody perfect, so I wouldn't really judge them on it. Uh, amazing. And so do you have love? For my parents, I think I really have Do you have love anybody love. else other than your parents? Um, <laughs> I can say I do, but then I don't know if it's really love, if I can right. say I went and, like, 
be selfless. Can you, can can you everybody hear him over? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, so do you? So you can say you love other people, but you'll be lying. I think it's two kinds because you always hear people say there's always two types of. I got love for you, and then I, um, in love, I hear people say that a lot. Right. But I feel like it is something like. I got. I can say I have love for other people. Would you be but I telling say the I'm truth? In love with. Huh? Do you have love for other people? Yeah, I have love for a lot of people. And how do you know? Um, I don't know. I think selfless is when you're selfless and you care about somebody more than kind of yourself a little bit. That's more like love. That's what love is? Yeah. I think that's what it is. When you care about someone more than yourself, that's what love is? Like my mother. I care about her more than myself. Why? Because that's my mother. I just feel like she get cared about me more than herself a lot. Oh, you do? Yeah. Have your mother to come next Sunday. We'll find out. She lives in Philly, so I mean, it's not going to work out. <laughs> you have any questions for me? Uh, not really. I'm just listening. Okay. I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah. Right. Yes, ma'am. If you're the main love in your life is God. Speak up for me. If the main love in your life is God, and you, everything you do, you're thinking of God as your silent partner. Don't use the word partner. That means gay. <laughs> to you, it does. That's not what it means wife. to me. Oh, okay. okay. But don't use those people words. Let's not I'm use not... the children of the lie words. All right? Because <laughs> it has a totally different meaning. Even when I'm in business with someone, I don't say partner. I say, I work with this guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we have a business together, you know? I know yeah. that people... I remember have... once I was traveling, and uh, so we checked into the hotel, and I had a bodyguard with me. We checked in, and... Uh, so the, the, the woman said, do you want to check in your partner too? And I thought about that. I'm like, this is not my partner. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, I don't mean it that way. All right, let's get it straight. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I'm, I'm messing with you. That's okay. You can mess with me. Um, if, you lo- if you have the love of God and you love God, then you know what love is. When the last time you met someone that had the love of God? And I don't have God? to meet anybody. It's not outside of me. It's inside of me. No. When the last time you met another human being that loved God? Um, I know of someone that um, loves God, but it's not somebody now living. And... Um, <laughs> But what I'm saying is that it's in my heart. It's written in my heart. And since God's given it to me, and it's sacred, it, everything outside of yourself is a symbol only. Words are symbols. And sometimes when there's deep, deep sacred feelings, there's no words to describe that feeling. Do you love your son? Of course I do. Let's say your son decided he didn't want anything to ever do with you again. I would still love him. And you would leave him alone? Yes. You wouldn't be mad at him? Nope. Oh, okay. We got to try that. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, let me do this. Yes, ma'am. Hold on. Put it back. Um, so um, I've been thinking about the concept of love uh, recently. And... I, 
I grew up thinking that love is some, you know, you have to accept everybody as they are, and you have to, you know, embrace um, everybody's differences and stuff like that. Uh, who and told you that? That? Um, nobody told me that, but I think that I was, I can see that throughout my teenage years and growing up, um, I was driven to think like that because we are all here to embrace um, diversity and different religions and um, I thought that it was a good thing to have all these differences and we accept one another. Um, but I realized recently that when Jesus says we love one another, that doesn't mean that you have to accept um, evil. He That's actually right. says you have to detest evil. That's right. So if somebody is doing something evil, it's not love to say, oh, I accept you. That's I accept right. you as you are. He's deceived. So it's our, the love means that you have to, um, yeah, like, I don't know if, I mean, I'm, some people can't even hear what I have to say or, you know, I get yelled at, you know, right. or called, uh, called bigot and stuff like that. But I think that love is um, trying to uh, do what you can, you know, just uh, tell the truth. But if you can't, you know, you have to just wish them the best or wish her the best and hope that they find their way and find their way back to God. Have you seen love lately in operation anywhere? Um, no, I would say... I. I I see a lot of love being set, being interpreted as like, you know, physical lust as being promoted, you know, throughout our society and on media and stuff like right. that. But we don't even know what really love is. Yeah. You know, they're twisting um, the word, uh, what Jesus says about love. They're even twisting that. Yes. So we are so lost with this. Yes. And we got to come back to it. That's why I'm talking about it now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm reading these reports over the weekend. I'm looking at these stories. And everybody just lying to one another. Mm-hmm. They're pretending to love, and they really don't. Yeah. And then the, the, the Christians are going along with it, too, and pretending. Yes, and we, gotta, we, we think that that's love. Yeah. Accepting Isn't that how amazing? They are, but it's not. Yeah. And even in my uh, personal, personal relationship with my <laughs> husband, I thought love was, um, because I loved him, I felt like I was entitled to change him, right. how he is. And that's you know? not love. That's not love. Yeah. So whenever, you know, he would say things that I don't is agree with. Is he still with. better from last week? <laughs> no, he he's get better not. Over, did he I, get better between last Sunday and today? <laughs> I think I am a little different, Jesse. Um, I actually uh, had a long phone call with my dad yesterday. Oh, you did? And I forgave my dad yesterday. So how did it go? You called him up and what happened? It went wonderful. Um, so I've been, you know, like thinking in my, all in my head, you know, I don't know what I'm going to say. I feel like I'm going to get all emotional. I'm scared, yeah. you know. Yeah. And honestly, that was all in my head. I mean, I actually, uh, I Skyped with him so I could see his face. Oh, good. Um, when I was talking to him, it didn't feel like I wasn't getting emotional. I didn't get emotional at all. It felt like I was just telling him a story of like like you said, some someone else. Yes. So I didn't really cry or anything, and I said, "This is what happened, that, and you did the best you, you could, <clears throat> given your situation." Um, and he has a lot of hurt feelings and anger towards his mom and his father as yeah. well. Yeah. 
So we talked about that, and it really went great. I told him about your silent prayer as well. Oh, good. Um, because I realized that even me just giving him the Bible and say, like, read this, and you're going to get better. That was my own <laughs> right. selfish desire. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to get better, but I was just imposing that on him. Yes. Um, so I just told him the silent prayer. You know, you can anybody could do that, right? Yeah. Um, super easy. Um, so... It went really well, and the what was really amazing was that the day before I was doing the silent prayer and I was, um, you know, getting ready for bed, getting ready to sleep, and I had a different like I don't know what it was, but um, I could feel how he feels, you know, yes. with me. Like neglecting him, yeah. And I always saw it from kind of my mom's perspective, and yes. he was always the bad guy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I could kind of, I could feel how he must have felt in the situation <laughs> where uh, my mom and like you know his daughters are up against him. Yeah. And I just never saw it that way in the last you know twenty some years of my life. That's amazing. I yeah, and it just hurt my heart so badly, and I wanted to call him, and. I, I did it. I have come to realize, and there are exceptions to the rule, but I don't think anyone hates their fathers. And I think the people who are saying that they hate their fathers are hating their father with the mother's hate. Mm -hmm. And they think that that's their own because they have identified with the mother, but they are yearning for their fathers. They do not hate their fathers. Mm -hmm. I think it's a major setup that has happened. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yes. And so what, what did your father think that at least one person came back and talked to him. He, was he surprised? Yes, he was surprised because um, I have been trying to get in touch with him for the whole week. And I had a feeling that he was avoiding me because yeah. he didn't talk to me for two, three days. Um, so I think he thought that I was going to nag him about something. Right. So he didn't want to hear that. I bet. Um, so he was very surprised. Um, you know, because I, I apologized to him that I was holding him up to my standard, and yeah. because he couldn't meet that standard, I, you know, to this imaginary threshold of be, being an ideal dad, I was That's holding amazing. him hostage. And there's nobody who can meet that standard yeah. because I don't know what a perfect dad is, and perfect father is, you know, only God. That's wow. I, so I'm. You, your I'm life has you have completely returned. That is so perfect. Yes. To return to the father is everything. And it's just so clear after I talked to him, and everything just became so clear to yes. me. Yes. Yeah. Why I was so angry? Why I was projecting my anger onto my husband? Um, so it's yeah. It was. It's and very is, is your mother aware of this? Yes, I talked to my mom as well. Did she yell at you? No. She says, what in the world are you doing? <laughs> you a sellout. <laughs> wow. Yes. And what did she say about it? Um, I mean, actually, I didn't talk to her afterwards. I told uh. her what I was going to do. Um, and, you know, she, she did say, like, why, like, do you think that's going to work? You oh. know, she was very skeptical about it. Of course. Yeah. And... Before, I would have agreed with everything she would say because I was looking at my dad from her perspective. Yes. But now I am not. Like, I'm free from that. I can see how she's angry 
at, you know, at her parents. Yeah. And at her um, older brothers, um, she has some like uh, brother issues. Um, so, and but I got to talk to my sister about it, who also has a lot of anger towards uh, dad, and she has the same issues in her own relationship. Like we kind of. What did she say when you talked to her about it? She was just amazed. She's like, I can't believe that you were thinking like this. Like, I've never heard this <laughs> from you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But she said, like, I, I, I'm going to um, think about that, you know. I gave her, you know, that, like, I guess a spark to yeah, think something differently. Right. So hopefully God will work his way out that, in that relationship as well. Well, God bless you. That's a major deal. Yeah. You have no idea how fortunate you are that your wife is returning to the father. It saved you a lot of headache. Right on. Thank you. So, are you still beta? <laughs> try, trying so hard not to be. <laughs> Any change between last Sunday and today? No, no, I'm still. Well, uh, I mean, I'm conscious of it. I try to do the silent prayer every day. I mean, I don't try, I do. But yeah. it, is, it is difficult to empty your head of, of, of thoughts and focus on just the breathing and just the sounds that are going on in the room. So uh, I've just been trying to practice it. Well, you don't want to empty your thoughts. You just want to be aware of them. Okay. You don't want to control, deny, or try to pick out the good ones. You just want to come out of your imagination and watch them come and go. And have no opinion about them. Don't judge them as right or wrong. Because you escaped it to your imagination due to the trauma, now it's time to come out and be free from them. Because when you're out of your thought, you're present with God. And so that, that way you can see the truth. Okay. But you don't want to just watch them, have no opinion. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, so hearing that your wife is returning to the Father, what does that feel like for you? How did that sound to you? Oh, I'm incredibly proud and impressed. Yeah. But she's going to become a better man if you don't. She is going to become a better man pretty soon. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Have you gone and dealt with your parents? Not uh, so. For, for me, I'm going to be home in two weeks, and I want to do it in person. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I have been thinking about it a lot, and yeah, it's uh, it is a little nerve wracking. Yeah, which is kind of I never thought it would be. I've, I've never, why not? Because I've never had a problem speaking my mind to my parents before. Right. Um, but I've never talked about these specific topics with them. Before. Yeah, real so, stuff. Yeah. Oh, good. So in two weeks? All right. We're going to hold on until then. <laughs> that's great. And how about you? Do you have love? Uh, that's, um, I love my two children that I have, so I know I do have love, and I know they have love for me. I don't know how to put it into words. But as, an, as adult to adult, um, that's funny that, you, that you're asking that question because Last week, <clears throat> excuse me, my uh, girlfriend, she uh, forgave her mother. Amazing. And um, she's had such, it's been so amazing watching her day by day throughout this week. So she refuses to come here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've been guiding her. I've been coaching her and, you know, just doing what I can. Um, so she forgave her mother, and she said something really interesting to me the other day. She said, um... I love you, but it feels different this time. Yeah, right on. You know, so we were in lust, not in love. Yeah, not so in I, love. We're just discovering that, what yeah. that is together right now. 
So we're in a much better place right now. And right uh, on, she's going to forgive her. She tried to uh, uh, talk to her dad, but he he ran. <laughs> so she's uh, she's hunting him down. And uh, so she, she'll, <laughs> Beta. she'll get it done. Yeah. <laughs> she'll get it done. Right you know. on. Um, interesting. W- one last word. You have love? Yes. Yeah, I do. And tell the young lady what it is. How do you know you have it? Well, I... I think love is uh, acceptance. And what do you mean by that? Um, because hate is, or evil is, is uh, destruction. And so Have I you- feel like... Um, Yeah, hold the mic closer to your mouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think that it's accept- acceptance. Okay. Have you noticed there is no love in the world? No, I don't agree with that. You, you don't, can you give me an example of love you saw lately? I think I see it um, throughout, throughout the day. You know? Throughout the day? Yeah. Give me an example of the last time you saw it. I saw it this morning. Where? Actually, right here with Kelly. Oh, that's different. I mean, outside, outside of here. Outside of here? Yeah. I don't, I don't know why it's different. But Have you seen love out there? Yeah. And give me an example of love that you saw. Um, well, I've only been home this morning and then driving in my car and then I came here. How about all week? Yeah, uh, like I said, I... I see it all the time. Give me um, an example this week that you see it yeah. between last Sunday and today. Yeah. Give me an example of what you saw uh, that at work. Like, at work. I work with people, and um, I work with people who they're dealing with disabilities, and um, when I do help them, I I feel like there's a genuine appreciation and some kind of love. Um, you know, there's other people throughout the day who um, I can't say the same thing about. Right. I can see that they're self-centered. Yeah. Uh, they're conceited. They're in their own, doing their own thing. Yeah. And they don't care about other people, but I do feel love. Okay. I do feel it, yeah. Yes, sir. And then I'm coming here, and then I got to move to something else I want to get to. Yes, sir. Uh, for <laughs> me, um, love is forgiveness. And... Well, um, how I seen it, how I personally seen it is, uh, found out this week that my ex-wife's father is passing away, and uh, he's a really good Christian man, and so is his, uh, so is uh, her mother. So I decided to give him a call, and um, it was just, you know, it was really touching, and she called it a beautiful moment in her life, you know, because you know he's passing away, he's going to Jesus, and so forth. He going where? Uh, he's going to Jesus. He's going up to heaven for sure. This man's going up. To How heaven. do you know? Huh? How do you? Uh, have you ever heard of anybody dying or die and you say they're going to hell? <laughs> well, I know this person's in hell. I, 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 you know how like. Okay, you know how like most people say, well, I, you know, my in-laws is my in-laws. Is. I've never said that in my entire life. <laughs> I've never said anything bad about these people. These people are the sweetest, nicest, most gentlest Christians I ever met. So amazing! Like, and so he's going to heaven. Yes, and uh, well, that's what that's what uh, that's the way I feel like. So right. you know, I gave him a call, and 
she could have been bitter and what have you, because you know, me and uh, obviously me and her daughter have a lot of uh, have a uh, have a lot of history, you know. Right. But how long were you married? Oh, four years or so. Yeah. And why did you divorce? Uh, severe issue with PTSD right after the Marine Corps. Oh, okay. Yeah. All so right. we call it. We parted ways and what have you. But I learned how to forgive, right? And I saw it from her point of view. Right. And I, I moved past that so long ago. Uh, she got remarried, has more kids. God bless her. But um, the fact that we're able to communicate and the fact that I'm able to call her mom and her da her dad right. and talk to them and so forth, you know what I mean? In this this moment in their life, um, and that's love, forgiveness. Okay. Forgiveness is love. All right. Is he, so he's not dead yet. He's just dying. Uh, he has like two weeks to live, three weeks to live. Really? Yeah. So someone told him you're going to be around for three more weeks. Pardon me? Did someone tell him that? Yes, that kidney failure. So they say you're going to be here for three weeks? Yeah, well, that's the estimate they gave him. If somebody told me, Jesse, you're going to die in three weeks, I'll party up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what fun did I miss? Uh, well, and then on that he's last a, he's, day, he's, he's I said, right right God. He can't so forth. It's pretty bad. But, but is know. that interesting to know that you got three weeks to live, so you got... Starting Monday, Friday is the last day, right? I know, right? I'll party all the way down to Friday <laughs> at midnight, just before midnight. Yep. Okay, all right. So you have love, right? Absolutely, I forgive. Are you over the uh, post-traumatic stress disorder thing? Are you over that? I want to say for the most part, yes, but every once in a while I do have a nightmare or two. Oh, okay. But, uh, Are you doing the silent prayer? I never heard of this until, until now, to tell you the truth. Um, I, I talk to God all the time. Uh, I talk to God in my uh, in my house all the time. I walk around just. <laughs> That's just me, you know. Right uh, on. But do the silent prayer. It's on the yes. uh, silentprayer dot video. All right. It, it'll help you. All right. It really will. Okay. It's so easy to overcome that. It's not even funny. All right. Mm -hmm. But make sure you do it. All right. Okay. Right on. Um, yes, ma'am. Did I see your hand? Yeah. Okay. Right here. Um, thank you for the question it, or the fact that you see people don't have love because there is no love. There's no, what I see or what I that, what it brought up when you said that is that we're all like when you say you've never made a decision. It's like we're all just doing what we think. Yes. Some we think it should be. And sometimes it's good because if you have kids, you should take care of them. So that, that's good. I mean, the premise is good. But do you really want to do that? Has, have you really sat down and said, do I want to be married? Do I want to do this? Do, do yeah. I really love? I mean, we've never really, yeah. like, stopped getting off the, like, the, the escalator or whatever. We have like, been so trained. We are all monkeys. Yeah, definitely. All of us and, are monkeys. And, and that's why they can. Monkey see, monkey do. That's right. And, and you can do the it for good. The monkey's out of the bag. Right. right. You can do it for good. And wait until you wake up. You're going to be stunned how well trained you've been. From the moment you pop out of your mother's womb until this day of waking up. You you've can, been so, and it's been all wrong. Right. You can do it for good. There are good things. Marriage is good. Children. Right. You know, that's a good thing. But what's happened is the evil people have seen that and they train you too. Yes. It's my body. I love you. Right. Jesus is love. God is they do the same thing and so they use that to make you go in another direction, yep. the evil direction. That's so right. Lo love is I'll tell you what love you is. You have love? No. 
Oh. But love is Amazing. you giving away the silent prayer because that really helps people. You didn't say, well, you have to pay. Or a lot of times people go, well, if you pay for this, you know that I'll, I should have charged for that. It's very popular now. But love is saying, I have something that might help you. Yeah. Well, how much? No, I'm just going to help you. No, no, no strings attached. Yeah. And then it starts the whole thing. But love is really learning how to live from within oh, and okay. not from without. James, is there something called gab or something like that? Right? Yeah. And you put information in there and stuff? Right. So I met this guy yesterday that knew the person that founded that thing. And, uh, but he didn't do anything with it. And so someone else came along and said, hey, I'd like to buy this from you since you're not going to use it. He's like, okay. So they gave the, the person $300,000. And now apparently it's worth millions of dollars. Isn't that right? I don't know. And that's what oh. I heard yesterday. Nice. I'm thinking if I sold somebody something for three hundred thousand dollars, and they go and make millions from, I go and take my thing back because they treat you. They knew what they were doing. That's amazing stuff. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry. I got a question. Like earlier, you were talking about how most people hate their mothers. Yeah. And like I, I listened to a lot of what you said, and I'm like trying to figure it out, and I. Don't know if I hate my mother, but anytime I think about kind of any trauma I had growing up, it was like a lack of my my dad's mom or my dad's dad died when he was like nine. And like everything you've said has sort of made a lot of sense now to why he like battled depression his entire life and like yeah. didn't really show up anywhere, I guess. Whereas my mom was always there. So when I think about my mom, I like think I have love, but everything you say like also makes a lot of sense. And I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe I hate my mom. I don't know. But you hate your father. I re- I, res- I have a lot of resentment towards him. What did he do I, to you? Well, that's why I listen to everything you say, <laughs> and I'm like, I I know the answers, which is kind of weird. But he he didn't he didn't do anything, which is probably the which is probably why I feel that way. So but he I also, didn't do anything to you to make you hate him. I think that's what makes me hate him is the fact that he didn't do anything. But I guess that that doesn't mean that's what I'm trying to understand. I I guarantee you, you don't hate him. You yearn for him. You want your soul yearn for the father. And that's what's missing. But that emptiness, that boy you have is not a hatred is it needs to return to its original state. And that comes from the earthly father. Right. And so because no man can love God or woman can love God and hate your earthly father. But you have identified with your mother and what you feel and think are her thoughts and feelings and not your own. Not at all because he hasn't done anything to you. Because he wasn't there so you can keep that connection with him, your soul is missing that part of your identity. That's all going on. I hear people say, oh, I don't like my job. I think if I get another job, I feel better. But I'm saying, no, it's not your job. It's the emptiness of the soul because all people who have anger, your soul is disconnected from God. And Satan is your father. And in him, there is no peace. And you're going to see once you return to your father, it's like everything else is fine. You're not wanting for anything. But in that father state, Satan is telling you that it's something other than what it is. I kind of have a follow up on that because I actually have like a decent relationship with my father now. I've never forgiven him or anything which I probably will do but I've talked yeah. to him about all this stuff but you've talked about how you like marry 
what you hate the most. Like, yeah. I married, I, I don't hate my wife, but I married her, and it's kind of weird, her story with her parents. Her mom is almost identical to the story with my dad. Like, her, her mom's dad died in a very, almost the exact same way in, like, a military yeah. accident, exact same way. And she's, like, a, her mom's a little bit controlling, I would say, and she's kind of a nightmare at times. Yeah. Um, but Does I, she live with you guys? No, no oh. way. <laughs> um, and I, I've, I've drawn some lines, but she... This guy at the gym told me he lived with his mother. He broke up with his girlfriend. He moved back home. I, was, I said, get out. Get out immediately. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. he's going to kill you. He's like, yeah, I noticed you were very happy when I moved back. <laughs> <laughs> New life. Yeah, but, uh, but I find myself resenting my wife often, which is kind of weird, and I don't know why a lot of times. Beta? Yeah, I mean, I've that's noticed, the identity I've noticed of your that mother. I've never considered I'm telling that. you, that's the identity of your mother. Because all men who have anger uh, is a woman. Because the anger of a man is that of their mothers or grandmothers. Cool. That's all I needed to hear, so thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just know you think like a woman, you feel like a woman, so you're acting like a woman with your wife. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be home in two weeks. So. I know what to do. Your wife is a better man than you. <laughs> so here's how you deal with it, though. Don't run away from it. Run toward it. No, I know. I'm going home in two weeks. I I'm, know exactly what yeah. I do. But in the meantime, though, when you feel that way, just relax in it. Yeah. Don't, don't judge yourself. Don't try not to feel that way. Let it be. Put up no resistance so you can o start to overcome it. How do you respond to somebody that is creating resentment inside of you even though you know that resentment is your fault? Don't respond at all. Just take it and still move forward in life. Deal with the situation. Okay. Because it's not your wife's fault that you feel that way. Yeah, that's right. You were already that way when she met you. And all she's doing is bringing out what was already there. So it's not her fault. So don't take it out on her. Okay, yeah. That's why she married you, because you were beta. <laughs> Women marry weak men. They don't marry strong men. Because they cannot control a strong man. And women love to control. I told that to her yesterday. She, she I told her I was going out for the weekend by myself because she works on weekends. She's like, why are you leaving me? I said, why are you trying to control me? That's right. <laughs> yeah. But do you guys know that women, isn't that right, ladies, you like to control weak men? <laughs> isn't that true? Women, and that's why when you, and the reason you're doing that because you're in a fallen state and you need to be in the fallen state in order to come together because strong men are not, they don't need a woman. It's only the weak beta men who need a woman. And you only need her if you want to make babies. Because if you don't want to get married, I mean, if you don't want to have children, there is no reason to get married. And anybody who says, well, I get married because I'm lonely, that's a beta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so women see that weakness, and so they're attracted to that. And, uh, but once you try to overcome it, because they want you to be strong, but they also want you to be weak, but they want you to be strong. But they want you to be weak. But they want you to be strong. And it's best for you and her that you become strong as Christ is. Would you have any respect for Christ if he was weak, if he was a beta? No. Right. Same thing with the woman. Because you represent Christ, you may be a weak uh, representation, but you represent him. And she hates you because you're weak. 
but she loves you because you're weak, because she feels like she's in control, and it gives her a false sense of security. But she prefers you to be strong. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so don't worry about it. You now understand what's going on. So now once you go and forgive your mother, your whole mindset will change. Your mind will be renewed. You will no longer think and feel like a woman. It's going to be so interesting. Okay. I'll be back in like three weeks. Then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beta. <laughs> um, let me just tell you um, what love is. Uh, love have no feeling or attachment to the earth and things that are of the earth. None. There's no feeling to it. There's no, uh, you can't taste it. You can't touch, touch it. And it allows other people to be free. Really. Um, it, it doesn't impose on you at all. Because in real love, you have no opinion about your fellow man. A woman. You see what's going on, but you, you don't formulate an opinion about it. And because you don't formulate an opinion about it, you allow that person to go through what they need to go through. You don't try to stop them because you know they may have to suffer for a while longer to cry out to God to overcome. So you let them suffer. You don't, you don't hold on to anything because now you see and you have compassion for your fellow man. And you want them to be free. So if you tell them the truth and they don't accept it, that's fine. They just don't see right now. So you, oh, you're totally okay with that. And if they want to hang out with you, that's still fine. If they don't, it's still fine because you don't have an opinion about it. You have perfect love for them as God has love for us. And God does not impose. Have you noticed that? He'll try to wake you up. And if you don't wake up, it's all right. Go suffer. And you have Jesus go and get some coffee from the coffee shop. And they'll sit around and just look at you, making a fool of yourself. And he won't do anything about it. And he'll try to warn you. And if you don't listen, he'll just let you suffer. Because it's you got to realize you're wrong so you can repent and return to him. That's what love is. Once you let that anger go, all this emotional love that you think is love will disappear. And then you will have his love working through you. And love does not impose on anyone. It really doesn't. It tells the truth, but it doesn't hold grudges. It doesn't have an opinion. Anyone who has an opinion have no love. You don't have, because it's God working through you. It's not even you. You're not overcoming Satan, and God is working through you, and he is guiding you. It's not even your love. And his love is not about feelings. But it's the greatest love you can possibly have. It really is. Sometimes my son get mad at me, especially if he doesn't pay me back my money. And I, I'm like, where's my money? And he like goes off on me, right? Instead of saying I'm sorry, he go off. And I'm like, look, I don't trust you. You didn't pay back. And he'll yell and scream and carry on. And then he hang up. And then he call back and apologize. But I didn't feel anything about it. I see he's refusing to admit he's wrong. That's all it is, and he's not ready, and I won't loan him any more money. But it has no opinion, and when I was in that fallen state, I would be ticked off. Someone took my money and not pay back, and black people don't like paying back. And, and so I'll be ticked off, right? But now I feel nothing about it because I'm not in that fallen state. My mind is being renewed. I can see what to do and do it. 
is so amazing. That's why you got to drop that anger so you can return to perfect love. And perfect love casts out fear, doubt, worry, insecurity, and all of that. You have none of that. You have perfect peace. And he wants all of his children to have that. But you must forgive first. Because that nature is Satan's nature. Anyone who's trying to control you don't love you. Even when they try to, because a lot of people, if they can't control you by calling you names, they'll offer you some goodies. Oh, you want to hang out? Let's go to get drunk. You know, because they're still trying to control you because they have no love. And so love is, um, love is um, the light. Love is uh, compassion. You know, it's, it's, it has no opinion. It's patience. That makes sense? Yes. So when you say the thing about not having an opinion, yeah. that is something that I catch myself doing a lot. Where, yes. you know how some, even <clears throat> if you're people watching, you'll find yourself like, I uh, know what, like, and then you're like, what a bomb. <laughs> Exactly. So, so that's what I mean. It's like you catch yourself. So there's a way out of that. And that's what I want to know because yes, it. I mean, I think I can't speak for everybody, but I know I do it. Yeah. And even though I don't do it out loud, I'm always doing it. Um. So how do you catch yourself and stop? Because I mean, I've caught myself before, but sometimes Joel, I don't you even recommend? know. So you, Joel, is the one that got fired. Uh, oh, the from the show, yeah. 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 The hate report. <laughs> and that's Esteban. The two color people got fired. Because they didn't want to work on a holiday, right? Uh, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> it's a holiday. They had just started the show. The white man want to work, and the color people want to take off. <laughs> it's pretty typical. I know. <laughs> so you're walking down the road, and she said, well, how do I look at people without judging them, I mean, without having an opinion. What would you say? This is so good. <laughs> that even when you do have an opinion about it, don't judge yourself for it. Because there's times where you still have an opinion even though you know you're not supposed to. Don't judge yourself for it and let it go. That's all I got. Right here. Yeah, take another holiday tomorrow. <laughs> You would have done best by saying, I don't know. And I'm kidding. So you walking down the road, Mark. This young lady say, when I'm walking down the road, I'm looking at people. How do I not have an opinion about them? Don't try to not have an opinion. Don't try to will yourself to do it. Do a silent prayer. Know it's wrong. And just leave it alone. Because you can't. The more you try to stop, the more you'll do it. The more I feel you're, compelled you're to do it. you yeah. <laughs> You're the same thing. Just differently. Um, yes. Right here. And then I got two other things I'm trying to rush to. Right here. Um, I think it's kind of relevant. Um, so I, I have a Twitter account. And, you know, when people... I, was, I will say something that's, you know, to me is the absolute truth, Right. But people would say something entirely different, like call me names and stuff like that. And it used to get a rise out of me. 
And it would like ruin my whole day. I'd yeah. be telling him about it all day, <laughs> and my mood is ruined. And, and yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's not not even anything, right. right? And now it's weird because I don't know if it comes from uh, forgiving my dad, and all that is affecting every aspect of my life. But I look at something like that now, and like, dude, you have. S- such a long way to go, you know. Like, but I wish you the best. But and like, I, it doesn't affect me anymore. Right. It's like, okay, he's he's doing that. Okay, well, he's kind of he's farther away from God than I am right now. Um, like that's that's it. Like, you know. I Interesting. Just yeah. You're I, almost I just, there. I just look at it like I'm watching somebody do stuff, and I don't get affected by it. Like I'm not, you know. It's. I almost got it. Lily want to tell us. How do you not have an opinion about anyone else? I think it's healthy to have an opinion about something. Oh, you do? Yeah, you don't act upon it. Where's your husband? <laughs> you don't act upon it. I, I walk on the street, see many other kinds of people. I don't go around and say, hey, you're evil, or hey, because you are yeah. extremely obese or extremely like thin, you are bad. No, it's okay. I mean, have an opinion, that's fine. Don't act upon it. Have see that you have that opinion. I have anger many times. I see I have anger, but yeah. I don't go kill myself. There's a crazy black woman that sits out in front of the post office, and she's like always talking to herself and quoting scriptures. So the other day she was yelling at me. She's like, "You, I see your YouTube channel. You're always talking about black people. You got to stop that. We were enslaved." That old white man don't care about you. And the mind was saying, this is a crazy woman, right? Here's how you not have an opinion. Know that every thought you get about that individual is not your own. You are not formulating that opinion. If you hear this voice in your head saying, this is a crazy person, and it might be a crazy person, but the real you would never have an opinion about that person because you would see what's driving that person, and you would know that they can't help themselves. Once you come out of that fallen state, you're going to see what I mean. But you're going to also recognize Satan telling you this. Your ex-daddy, he's trying to tell you that stuff, but you have identified with those thoughts. So you think that they're your own. You are not your thoughts. You are not the creator of thoughts. And every thought you get is a lie. If you know that, you're free. Every thought. We don't have an opinion. We don't create opinion. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. And of ourselves, we know nothing. Really, we have nothing to do with anything. It's just in that fallen state, we think we do because we're prideful people in that state. But once you come out of it, you see it's not you. It's the God that you serve. Either you serve the God from within or the one from below. It's not you. You would never, some of the things that he tells you about people, you would never think of that. But because you identify with the thoughts, you think that they're your own and they're not. They're really not. That makes sense? And, and if you doubt me, just try it. Go a week and just pay attention to those thoughts. And don't give in to any, don't believe in it. And you'll see what will happen. It's so amazing. It's not you. And then he'll go crazy. When you're trying to not go with him, he'll come up with all kind of mess. To try to draw you back in to believe into the lie. But those thoughts that you're having about the person are not your own. So just relax and let it pass. Yes. That makes sense? I'm telling you, you are not your thoughts. 
Even when someone is being mean to you, and you're looking at them being mean, say so you say, look at this nasty person. Go off on that person. You can treat them like this or treat them like that. But if you let that pass, like you were saying, it won't affect you at all. Because it's an individual out here having a hissy fit, and it has nothing to do, to do with you within, unless you believe into the lie. I'm telling you the truth, so help me God. You got to doubt every thought about everybody and everything, every situation. That's why when something happened, it looked like your world is about to fall apart. I think last Sunday we said to be still and take the pain. Because when something happened right away, Satan said, your world is falling apart now. And he give you fear and you want to rush out and do something about it. Don't. Take it. Relax in it. And wait and let it work itself out. And it will work out because now you're, you're showing faith in God. And it will work out. But if you go and try to solve the problem right away, you're going to make it a problem. It's going to turn out bad for you because you have no faith. You have no faith. You got to take the pain. And that pain is helping you overcome that fallen state and have faith in God. All right. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I was just going to ask you also, what is an appropriate response when you have people that actually want your opinion because that happens to me quite a bit where I'm asked for advice or an opinion because I guess I have a reputation for being just straight to the point and sometimes I think people want to hear that even though sometimes they don't like what I say That's but how do you respond question. to that the answer to that don't plan wait until it happens mm. don't don't look to the future wait until the situation happens stay out of your head and the answer will come it really will. In that moment. In that moment. Mm -hmm. and, and you're going to, because you're becoming aware that Satan is, is talking to you, you won't go with his idea. You will see what's right. Because he's going to get further and further away from you. Because your mind is being renewed. Always wait for the moment. Do not plan ahead. Mm -hmm. Because there is no future. All we have are those, these moments. That's the only thing that's real. Everything else is an illusion. Mm -hmm. Really. Everything else is an illusion. It's not real. Isn't that That's amazing? True. Yeah, because you can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't do anything. That's right, gone. because it doesn't exist. Right. When you overcome those thoughts, you're going to see that nothing exists but right now. Last night, I'm sure some of you got cursed out, right? That happened last night. It doesn't exist, and it happened in that moment. And the moment that was over with, that was over with. It doesn't exist anymore. But Satan reminds you to make you think that it still exists. And if you're in that fallen state, believing his lies, you will fall for it. Isn't that amazing? It's such a beautiful way to live, but you're not going to be able to do it until you overcome that anger. Because that anger is the nature of your father, the devil. But once you overcome that, it's done. And then you grow and grow and grow and grow. I got to do, I know I see, let me get here. Um, you know, what's the, the young lady name? The girl? <coughs> Zaro? Zara, come here for a minute. Can I have Zara come up here for a minute? Oh, okay. Uh, yes, sir, right here. In front of James, yes. Yes, I was going to ask you, is, do you think opinions, if you're an opinionated person, you're an angry person? Yes. Like, do opinions come from anger? Yes. Because I know I used to have a lot of opinions. Now I have a lot less. Yes. And, and it was because Opinionated of people are my, children uh, of the lie. Yeah. That's why they're so opinionated. They think they know it all. You know, they don't let you discover for yourself. Yeah, so it's definitely a product of anger. Yes. 
100%. It's a prideful person thinking that they have all the answers. And they have none. Because if you notice, every opinion, come on up there, every opinion that an opinionated person gives you is wrong. Pay attention to that. It's never right. Because they're getting their information from here and not from here. Absolutely. Um, so, come on. So, um, last week, remember what you said to us about the dream you had or something? Mm -hmm. Tell them real fast about it. Something happened to me this week. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, so last week. Can you see her ago, on camera? Yeah. A few okay. weeks ago, um, I tried out for something at school called Drum Corp. It's like where we play the drums. It's fun, right? And I kind of like. When I tried out, I messed up a few times, and I was a little, like, shaky at times, like how I am right now, but it's fine. Okay, and then, um, <laughs> like, that night, I, I didn't feel anything about it. I did the silent prayer. I just fell asleep, right? And a dream came up, and it just told me, like, I was walking into the auditorium, and there was, like, a, a list of people that got in, and it said that I didn't get in. And so, like, the dream, like me in the dream was like, you didn't do good enough. Oh, you suck. And then in my head, like, as the dream was going on, I was like, no, 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 no. You did perfect. You did fine. You did fine. Everything is okay. And like, and then right after that, the dream just disappeared. And then another dream came in. I didn't even know what that dream was, but that dream just disappeared. And I felt, <laughs> I was like, wow. And then like the day that we got the, that to know if we got in, I got in and and then I looked down and I said, not today. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was I had to sign a, two contracts with two different people this week, right? And what happened was I signed one of the contracts. And so that night, when, but I, didn't, I haven't done the other one yet because we just haven't gotten together. So that night I went to sleep, so I'm sleeping. And all of a sudden Satan told me, you signed the wrong contract. But I'm dead asleep, right? And in my, in, in my sleep, I'm saying, no, you're lying. I knew Satan was talking to me in my head, even when I'm knocked out sleep. And I could just hear his voice saying, you signed the wrong contract. It's all messed up. But I knew that that was a lie. That's the first time that I remember that something happened like that to me. But when I woke up, I, I immediately thought of you, what happened to you. And so what it is, the more you wake up, even when you're asleep, that's why it's good to... Uh, do the silent prayer before you go to bed as well so you can have good sleep, perfect peace. Because the devil never stops. He's always trying to, if he can get you to believe in a lie, he got you. And so make sure you do the silent prayer every night before bed and then the first thing in the morning. And you start growing into it. And while you're sleeping, God is still with you. Otherwise, you'll fall into a coma and Satan will drive you nuts. That makes you have a nightmare in your sleep. All right, so do the silent prayer. Dave, you have a question for me? And um, go ahead. Um, Jeffrey in the super chat asked, how do you forgive someone who continuously does the things that made you angry in the first place? And what would you say to him? What would I say? If he called the hate report and asked you that, what would you say? <laughs> I would... Um, <laughs> you did a cheap laugh, Andre. <laughs> As you can tell, he doesn't know. <laughs> That's the hate report. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, like, uh, it depends on the situation, but you would, 
either not hang around the person so that you protect yourself, but like if you forgive them, then it shouldn't bother you yeah. whatever they're doing anymore. Because once you forgive, you're separated from all that. And so if this person still has a problem, it's on them and not you. They can't get to you because God puts uh, like a protective bubble around you. So he cannot get to you. All right. So don't worry about it. It's on them now. And the only reason you were overreacting before because you had that anger and you're subject to the world. And the world is important to you. But once you overcome that anger, you can, the world doesn't mean a thing. It really is not important. You're in it, but not of it. So that's how you got to overcome that anger. That's what you do. All right. Um, what? That guy's here. Oh, okay. All right. Um, real fast. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, I think I get the idea that you're, what you're saying is don't fall into societal norms, right? And that th things outside of you are not of God. It's what's in you. But, but you can't, if you have anger in your heart, you're already in this societal right, wall. I, you I can't help that. it. My point, my question I wanted to ask you was, um, society puts certain, um, certain meanings on words, okay, right. that are wrong. Yes. And so when you said to me, don't use other people's words, like yes. partner. Yeah, don't I use did, partner. Uh, the use it made me think you have a lesbian relationship. But that's an opinion. <laughs> wait a minute. That's, <laughs> wait a minute. I really want to make a point here yeah. that's important. That's an opinion. Okay? What's an because, opinion? Because, your opinion. No. Because I don't, when I said God is my silent partner, I do not equate the word partner with gay. Right, but and, everybody and, else does. And because it's not in me, it's not right. in my consciousness to be thinking that way. I know. And but, so, see, but when you say partner, right away I see another lesbian. Well, that's your thing. Right. So don't you say husband or wife. But that's about wife. you, not me. But God is not your partner, by the way. God is, I am part of God. God made me. But he's not your partner. He's your father. That's right. You're his daughter. God is my everything. But not your partner. God is my mother. God is my father. God is my lover. God is my friend. God ain't all that. Yes. Oh, then you know what? Uh, then you know what? Let me tell you something. No, you're not when all you have that. the how do I know all that? Because I, God no, I created not, it all. But I know that saying though, because I was taught that too in the church. I know I'm not that talking God about is everything. No, no, no. You're talking about churchianity. That's different. Right, but don't no, he's not all that. I'm he's, not talking about churchianity. That okay. is a totally different thing to me. All right. But I'm just saying that is an opinion when you tell me that when I say the word partner, it means gay. Because I don't think of God as gay. Well, I just don't want you using their language. That isn't their language. It they is. don't own it. Is, it. is that their language now? I'm asking your son. Their Those, partner. Don't they say partner? Those words do not Ask belong to those people. Ask your son. We say husband, wife, such. boyfriend, or girlfriend. We say partner. No, I with agree. I think if you say if you say God is your partner, then you're thinking that you're equal with God. When you say God is your father, then you are, you know, you serve That's God. Daddy, and I'm child. Can't serve your partner. Right. But I got to move on. I got your point, and I'm sorry. I have to rush. I'm looking at the clock, and there's something I want to get to. But I got the point. You're saying you're not thinking that kind of way. No, I don't think right. that way at all. But we've allowed the, the children of the lie to take that word. I don't like to let other people That's define what, what words I, mean to I me. I see what you mean. Yeah. But we've allowed them to take those words. I haven't. You can't, I remember when we used to say, how do you feel? Oh, I feel gay today. 
You can't say I feel gay anymore. Gay means happy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. But you're right in what you're saying. Happy. Of course. Happy you ever, gay. Have you ever seen a gay man? Happy man? Uh-huh. Yes. Mighty yes, gay I have. to me. <laughs> but look. You look pretty gay. Ooh. Ooh. Take the mic away from her. I grew up with that. No one of you went into music. <laughs> yeah, we chose it. Yeah. Um, turn to Matthew 23, 13. Who has a Bible? I'm running out of time. Turn uh, 23, 13. This is so good. I'm, I'm going to take a little bit with this and we'll be done. And this is what I want to show you. The world don't have it. There's no love in the world. All right. 2313. Let me uh, over there. <laughs> Did you find it on your cell phone? Oh, you have it? Just, right here. King James. No, go over here. <laughs> yeah, 2313. You have it? Yeah. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. You know, I read that verse forever and a day, and it was our uh, biblical question, what is a hypocrite? And I was reading that, that scripture on, uh, on the show. And one of the reasons that Christ called the Pharisees and, and the uh, scribes hypocrites, because they prevented the people from going within and discovering the kingdom of heaven. It's within us. Everything we need, everything we want to know, everything we are, life itself is within us. That's why that that comes out, giveth life, and that that goes in destroying. And so you have these preachers who've gone to preacher school, and they have degrees in preacher school stuff, and you have these experts and so-called counselors and all that. They are preventing you from going within and living from the kingdom of heaven within. And the reason they're doing it, they have no love. Because as long as you are an outward person, as long as you live on the outside, they can control you. You are going to need them. You got to go back to the preacher to learn some more about the Bible or hear what he thinks about the Bible or she. Now they have women preachers. But these Pharisees deliberately kept men and women from the kingdom of heaven within by feeding their intellects, intellect, giving them knowledge and knowledge and knowledge. And knowledge kill you. It does not give life. I want you to know that the kingdom of heaven is within and you must get to know yourself. You got to keep an eye on yourself. And, and when you do that, everything will start to change. You're going to wake up. You're going to see this battle between your mind and what's happening here. And you're going to let go and you're going to let God take care of it. But the kingdom of heaven is within. Well, it's so real. But you got to do it yourself. You got to go within instead of listening to all this other stuff. It's not out there. It's not in the building. It's not in the, the classroom. It's in you. It's already there. Your teacher is there. Everything you're looking for is there. But you got to go there and live from there. And the moment you start watching it, you will naturally grow into it. It'll become as easy. It's easier to live from within than it is to live from without. 
Because living from without, you have so much conflict and stuff going on. But living from within, you have perfect peace because you let go. You see that of yourself, you could do nothing. And of yourself, you know nothing. And so that's one example of what he meant by hypocrites. There are other definitions for, for hypocrites. But I want you to know that. Don't pay attention. Don't gather all this knowledge from these people. They have no love. <clears throat> these experts don't have love. Any preacher that goes to preacher school don't have love. They have the Bible. They learn it intellectually and they can dump it on you. But it doesn't change anything. You don't get better at all. You feel like you're something, but in reality, your life is messed up. It's not working. So don't listen to all this stuff. When they teach you all this stuff, let it go in one ear and out the other. Do not hold on to knowledge. And don't let anyone teach you either. Let it go in one ear and out the other. Don't hold on to anything. And you have the Holy Spirit within. And he will teach you all things. And he will bring all things to your remembrance. He really will. You already know the truth. You don't have to look outside to find the truth. Because if you look outside, you're going to find a lie. Something that looked like the truth, but it's not the truth. Everything you need to know is within. And it's so nice living that way. It's perfect, by the way. It's perfect. That makes sense? So stop looking without. It's not out there. And you can learn. I learn all the time from other people, but I don't hold on to it. You know, I let it go in one ear and out the other. And I encourage you to do the same thing. I don't have a teacher and I don't want you to have one. Because otherwise, how would you know if I'm telling the truth? And it's not enough to just take my word at it. If you don't see it for yourself, then you're not free and it's not yours. Because people tell us all kinds of lies. Just think about when you wake up, you're going to see the, the lies that you've been told, the brainwashing. Sometimes they, that's all they know to do. But you've been brainwashed and dumbed down about everything. Everything you've been taught has been wrong. That's why you don't get life from it. You get death. Go within and know God. And just keep your eyes on yourself. You'll be able to speak up. You'll be able to deal with life. It will unfold for you. It'll work itself out. It's so amazing. That makes sense? Anybody disagree? All right. It's not brainwashed. It's brain dirt. It is. <laughs> it sure is. But don't listen to these folks. They don't love you. These people are about themselves and no one else. The politicians will look you right in the face and just lie to you. They're just lying. Total lies. And even in your family members, in relationship, just think about the relationship you've been in. How many, don't raise your hand or anything. Just think about how, how many lies you told one another. Just lied to each other. Did you go down to Sally's house today? No, I didn't. You knew you. You just left there. Do you love me? Yes, I do. You don't love me. No one who has anger have love. If you have one iota, I'm telling you this for sure. If you have one iota of anger, you have no love. You have that emotional crap that is of your father, the devil. That's not love. If you have anger, you have no love. That's why on the telephone, when you call up your, your sons and daughters, you have to say eight times, I love you. 
Hey, this is mom. I love you. What are you doing? I love you. Okay, I'll see you later. Okay, bye. I love you. You have to keep saying it because you know you don't have any love. A person that loves you don't have to keep saying I love you. They throw it in once in a while. But they don't have to keep saying it. And now men say it more than women. And because the women told the men, you never say you love your child. And now the men like, I love you. And nothing wrong with saying it once in a while now. So I don't want you to lock you in and don't ever say it. But men, real men don't be going around saying I love you. And then sometimes people say it to you and you say it back and you don't really mean it. You're just too weak not to say it. Have anyone else said, I love you, I got to go, I love you, and then they wait for a minute to see if you're going to say it back and you really don't want to say it back, <laughs> but you're too weak not to say it. And you're like, yeah, I love you too. Goodbye. But you got to have self-control, all right? You got to have self-control. All right. So I encourage that you do the silent prayer. I encourage you to do it morning and night. Keep your eyes on yourself. And you're going to be a strong individual. Not your strength, but the strength of God. All right? It's just going to work naturally. But you've got to overcome the anger. You really do. That's all to salvation. A return to the father, an overcoming of the mother, and a return to the father. For men and women, boys and girls. Because all human beings who have anger, whether you are a man or a woman, you are not yourself. You are the person that you are angry at. And most of the time, it's the mother. That's why your mind is like that. And your emotions are like that. It's not normal. So forgive and return to the father. That's all it takes. And then you become a son or daughter of God. You wake up and live your life and have good relationships and all that kind of stuff. All right. So thank you for tuning in, folks. I absolutely appreciate it. Um, don't forget to support us. We need your tithes and offerings and your donations. We have uh, good stuff coming up. Brand new episode of The Fall Estate this Thursday. I interviewed Dr. Drew. Is that right? Yeah, yeah Dr. Drew. Really? Mamma mia. Hola. Si, senor. Senor C. Interview. <laughs> It was so good. So a brand new episode of the Father's Day coming out this Thursday at 6 p.m. And what else? Oh, I was interviewed by Yahoo News. Did y'all see that yet? I was stunned. They called up and said, hey, we'd like to interview Jesse. If it's all right, we come out. So they came out, set up here with the cameras and stuff. And I had heard that they were really liberal, right? So they came in and the crew that came in, like, we really like you. We, we watch your YouTube channel all the time. We really do like you. But I don't think if you... You, know, you, you don't know. And so I just gave an interview. So it came out this week, past week. It was perfect. I thought it was really, really good. So make sure you guys and ladies check that out. All right. And I want you to know that once you return to the Father, your whole life is going to open up. Your talent will naturally come out. Don't look for your talent. It will find you. It will naturally come. The only thing that's holding it back is the darkness of anger. So check out the uh, Yahoo thing there. On, uh, I guess it's on my Facebook, too. Uh, anything else, Hermes? Women's Forum this Thursday. Oh, yeah, we have a Women's Forum this Thursday at 7 p.m. You don't want to miss it. You never know what's going to happen in those meetings. At 7 p.m., for ladies only on the third Thursday night, and for men only on the first Thursday night. All right? And Sunday, everybody. I think that's it, right, Hermes? That's it. All right.
Oh, let me just end here first. All right. Thank you for tuning in, folks. I appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. I absolutely appreciate it.